Welcome back. It's me, the Susan Anime, and you are listening to Sloth Under the Sea with me. And we will be talking about movies, TV shows, books, fun holidays, everything from other countries to does this still hold up to this day? From, like, rub brats to, like, as told by Ginger, to Movie Monday, to True Creepy Things Tuesday, to whatever I feel like talking about, because this is my podcast, and I hope you all will stay and listen to me and have some good old-fashioned podcast fun, and we'll try to stay as calm as we can, but let's get into it, and let's all have some fun listening, and you can also see me sometimes on YouTube doing my podcast as well. Okay, here we go. Shoes. 
No part of Greece is more than 137 kilometers away from the ocean. Greece may be 80% mountains, but if you associate beautiful Mediterranean coastline of Greece, you'll also be right. Greece has an impressive coastline of 16,000 kilometers, 9,942 miles, making it the 10th longest coastline in the world. Plus, no part of the country is more than 137 kilometers, 85 miles away from the ocean. That's a lot of water. I still have no idea what these... kilometers are. Greece has a driver of wildlife. With all those incredible coastline and mountainous landscapes, it's no wonder that Greece is home to some of the world's most unique animals. Some animals are found only on specific Greek islands, including seals, turtles, frogs, lizards, snakes, fishes, butterflies, mice, and even the KRKI, the certain world goat. Some facts about Greece from bird watchers. There are over 230 bird species in the country. Consider planning your trip for a winter, as this is one over the thousand birds and hundreds of birds migrate to the west land of Greece. visit Greece every year than the entire Greece population. It's no secret that Greece is one of the world's most popular countries to visit, but did you know that over 70 million tourists visit Greece each year? That's almost doubled the total population of Greece. It's one of the only countries in the world with tourist numbers that double its population. Tourism makes up around 20% of Greece's GDP, which is also one of the highest percents of any industrial country. The capital of Greece is named after the goddess Athena. Athena is the goddess of wisdom and warfare, and the pardon of Athena. According to Greek mythology, Athena and Persidome fought over the right to the name the city, and Greek chose Athena to be the parton of Anthos. Both gods offered the people a gift. With Athena's gifting, an olive tree and Poseidon offering water, but the people chose the olive tree as it was of a higher value since it could provide olives, food, and wood. I actually have a book about Greek mythology that we'll talk about at some point. Greece is the third largest producer of olives. The olive tree contains continues to be a big part of Greece culture to this day. The country has over 120 million olive trees and products 2.2 million metric ton of olives each year. That makes it the third largest producer of olives in the world. After Spain and Italy, Greece also produces more vegetables of olives than any other country. One of the most interesting facts about Greece and olives is that some of the country's olive trees that were planted in the 13th century are still bearing fruit today. That's actually really cool. Fun fact, I'm allergic to olives, which is not a surprise. Athena has more theaters than any other city in the world. They say the world stage and that's centrally true in Athenas. With 148 theoretical stages, the city has the most theoretical stage in the world, being boating out London's West End and New York Broadway. It's fitting for Athena to hold its title since it's the place where the art of acting and theater was born. There are more than 4,000 traditional dances in Greece. With all those tradition, traditional stages, there's bound to be some dancing in Greece. In fact, the Greeks love dancing so much that over 40,000 officially traditional dances in the Greece originated from all over the country. And you're 
sure to find a place where you can kick up your heels on your trip to Greece. Greek. Is Greek the same as Greece? Yeah, yeah it is. The myth, the myth of ancient Greek. Greece is one of the sunniest places in the world. One of our favorite facts about Greece is that it's one of the world's sunniest countries, basking in more than 250 sunny days, over 3,000 hours of sunshine each year. Some islands even see around 300 days of sunshine a year. Don't forget to pack your sunscreen. I would burn to death, but okay, yeah, sure. Greece has more archaeology museums than any other country in the world. With more than one th uh, 110 archaeologists museums, Greece takes out the top spot for the most in the world. From the Apollo Museum and the National Archaeological Museum in Amis to the archaeological states of Delphine and Olympia, and you'll find some of the world's most important and remarkable collections of Greece antiques here. A fun fact about Greece is that the country's official name is Hellenic Republic. Greeks are known as Hellenics, and they call their country Hellas. As ancient Greek words, their original terms were used until the Byzantine period when Rome rulers named the Helena Gurks from Greca. Today, Greece is once again officially known as the Hellenic Republic. Greek is one of the oldest languages still in use. The Greek language is considered to be one of the oldest written languages still in the use today. Based on archaeologists' findings, it's believed to have been used countlessly for over 5,000 years. Greek has also had a huge inflation on English and other Latin-based languages. Before you head to Greece, try learning a few Greek phrases. It will be appreciated by the locals and is sure to enrich your travel experience in this amazing country. I didn't know that much about Greece. What is Greece known for? Greece is known for its rich history, especially how it was the birthplace of democracy. Greece is also known for its beautiful blue coastline and picturesque village on top of hills. It is very beautiful. The Greek islands are popular destination because they are close to the mainland Europe but have unique cultures. Facts about Ancient Greece. Ancient Greece refers to 700 to 84 BC. It's no surprise that Greece is one of the oldest and longest histories but one of the biggest misconceptions is that the period most famous for Architecture, art, and philosophy is the Archaeo or Ancient Greek period. However, it was in fact the Classic Age, 480 to 323 BC. Athena is Europe's oldest capital. Athena, if I'm saying this wrong, please forgive me, do date back as far as 3,400 years ago. This means Greece, capital, one of the oldest cities in the entire world. Plus, Athena has been continuously inhabited for at least 700 years. Democracy originated in Greece. That is not what I wanted to do. Okie dokie, artichokey, it's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and Keep on tuning in, because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad will be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. 
I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okie dokie, Artichokey. Ah, break it's now. Today, oh, we are going to talk about Mexico. I know very little. My Spanish is not very good. More like me no hablo speak espanol. Which I just said, I don't know how to speak Spanish. I should probably put in, I don't know how to speak Spanish well. Because I know how to say mi amo Ana. Como esta? A C A C. A C A C. My Spanish is a C A C. It's a so so. And my French is just subpar. Mexico official, the United Mexican States. In a country in the south portion of North America, it is bordered by the north by the United States, to the south and west by the Pacific Ocean. And to the southeast by the Brazil and Sea, and to the east by the Gulf of Mexico. Mexico covers one slash nine seven two slash five five zero square kilometers. I don't know what kilometers are. Someone needs to teach me what kilometers are. I only know miles. What is square kilometers? I no idea. Now I'm gonna be stuck with this. I'm gonna see if we can find any fun facts about Mexico you might not know. Cause sometimes that's easier to read. Mexico officially became a country in 1821. Our first first fact about Mexico is about its independence. Firmly part of Spain, Mexico gained independence after a long, bloody war against its colonial overlords to become the first Mexican Empire. It became the first Mexican Republic in 1824, but today it's United Mexico States. That's a mouthful. Mexico is where you find the oldest university in North America. It's called the National University of Mexico, and it was founded in 1551 by Charles V. of Spain. It was called Real Y Pacific Universidad de Mexico and operated until 1865. University Dad National. Ottoman de Mexico and lab established in 1910 traces its origins to the university, but there's no real evidence of continuing. Mexican Mexican children don't get parent presents on Christmas. Oh, I didn't know that. Don't worry though, they do get gifts eventually instead of on December 25th. They get them on January 6th because according to tradition, this is when the three wise men rocked up to give baby Jesus his gold. First skin, first skin, first skin, and myrrh. The first conquest of Mexico in 1519. But little did the conquest of Spain know that their fighting ability wasn't what won the war. They unwillingly brought with them a smallpox ooh, which killed roughly three million native Mexicans. That is number actually thought to be a lot more. The Zayax thought smallpox was a punishment from God. Yeah, we start to think all diseases are a punishment from different gods and goddesses and whoever you believe in. Having never been exposed to an an epidemic like it. The people of the Aztec Empire assumed that it was a punishment from God. They thought the Christian God was more mighty and ultimately led to the escaping Catholic 
present. Mexico is home to one of the six Charles of Civilization. Human civilization in Mexico is thought to date back to at least 8,000 BC. This is where you'll find, oh boy, Olmec, Tolmec, Zapic, Mayan, Zanic empires. This puts Mexico up there with the other so-called Cardinals, ancient Indian, Egypt, China, Peru, and Mesopotamia. You can also find some fantastic ruins in Valdelor. I am so sorry I'm butchering this. Mexican City is built on one of on the city of T-E-N-O-C-T-I-T-L-A-N. Once an Asian city with a population of around 150,000 people set on island in the middle of the lake. T-E-N-O-C-H-T-I-T-L-A-N seemed a little stable place for Mexico capital. Colonial folks set about filling in the lake, reclaiming land, and building what became Condo de Mexico. Okay, no one knows what Mexico means. What? No one really, no really, no one agrees on the anthology. Some people say it means place where the god of war lives. Others say it means at the navel of the moon, but honestly, nobody knows the truth. Mexico is a real melting pot. Mexico was a colony of Spain for over 300 years. Over the length period, not only Spanish, but other Europeans, as well as African slaves, joined the population already differing native effect groups. Mexico is the fourth largest nation in the Americas. It turns out that Mexico is pretty big. It covers an area of two slash zero 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 slash zero zero square kilometers, which we think is pretty impressive. I don't know kilometers are to tell you. The U.S.-Mexico border is the second largest border in the world. Between two countries, that is, it's second only to the vast line that splits Canada from the United States. To be exact, the U.S.-Mexico border is 3145 kilometers long. Mexico's silver positive or the first global currency. This is one of those insane and interesting Mexican facts people love, but they say people love. Using silver minded in Mexico, the colony government minted a zillion of these silver coins. They were used were used in Spain, the Caribbean, and South Asia. In fact, the silver coin, also known as Spanish dollar, or the famous piece of eight you hear in pirate stories. They record pieces of eight because they were wrote eight reels the country of Mexico. That's interesting. Pirates. Love to talk about pirates. The Mexican flag is very symbolic. Look closely in the middle of the Mexican flag and you'll see an eagle with a snake in its mouth piercing on the branch of a prickle pear. Leading, legend has it that the Aztecs were told to look for a place where the scene was playing out. They found it in the lake that would become T-E-N-O-C-H-T-I-T-L-A-N. Nowadays, Mexico City. There's a rare species of rabbits called the volcano rabbit? Volcano. Volcano rabbit. Before you start picturing a Pokemon rabbit level hybrid, it's nothing like that. The vocal rabbit is a super cute bunny that's found around Mexico, Vulcan Mountain. It's indigenous Mexico. It's endangered, and it's the second smallest rabbit in the world after the pygram rabbit. Did we mention that it's cute? 
Mexico is the world's seven. Okay, Mexico is one of the world's seventeen migration countries. Is that where all the animals go? This country is home to at least a tenth of the world's biodiversity, which is one of the most interesting facts about Mexico. There's around 2,000 different species roaming all around the diverse ecosystem that Mexico has to offer. This makes Mexico the fourth most biology by country in the world. All beaches in Mexico are public. They're really pretty. That includes all the beaches and things to do in Cancun, Appalachia, Tolman, Los Chobos, anywhere. They're all under federal ownership and could be used by anyone. The Aztecs are pretty cool. From 13 to 1520, the Aztec Empire was about supreme authority. They just wanted tribes in the form of human sacrifice. But weirdly, only the battlefield they tried not to kill their enemies. In a strange way, the empire spanned most of central Mexico. The Aztecs played the oldest known ball game using a rubber ball. It's called T-L-A-C-H-T-L-I, with varieties played throughout M-E-S-N-O-A-M-E-R-I-C-A. It was all about using your hips, forearms, or a stick to send a solid rubber ball, some four kilometers in weight, flying through a stone hoop at either end of a sunken court. In big matches, losers were sacrificed. Well, that's terrifying. The game is still played today, minus the human sacrifice, in the form of Oldham in the state of Saluna. The developing world's first climate change bill was passed in Mexico. This is the biggest deal. Passed in 2012, the climate change bill to cut the emission by 50% by 2050, as well as generate 35 of energy via renewable sources. With all that in mind, Mexico is poisoned to become a leader of the developing world in terms of climate change. But Mexico is heavy on the deforestation. This isn't one of the most fun facts about Mexico. The second fastest rate of deforestation in the world is going on in Mexico. It's second to Brazil. Deforestation, 20, no, 98% of all deforestation is down to expand, not lace down to plantation of Mexico, green, gold, the salt, about avocado. Mexico food is all about its native delights. Yeah, I'll have to look up what food they have in Mexico, because it is interesting. The first public park in America was established in Mexico. Seems like the colony of Spanish were into beautiful, beautifying the flagrant urban center of New Spain, and a lot more than the center of New England in 1592, Victoria Louis de Veloso II decided that the resident of Mexico City needed some public green space to chill out in, so he commissioned the Almond City, named after almond or popular tree plants here. Boston Common, the United States' first park, was built in 1640. Chihuahuas are named after the after the Mexican state of the same name. The smallest dog breed in the world, the Chihuahua, of course, is named after Chihuahua in Mexico. Both architectural and folklore evidence point to tiny pooches existing way back when. Central 
Pooch is thought to be an ancestor. But the national dog is the Zolo. X-O-L-O-I-T-Z-U-I-N-T-L-I. And whatchamacallit, yep, the Zutacampa, aka a Mexican hairless dog. Its real name is a mashup of Aztecs and something. God of lightning and death. And the Aztecs word for dog. To be fair, it's pretty farsome, so we think it deserves a name and a mention on this list of interesting facts about Mexico. I didn't know they had hairless dogs. That's interesting. A lot of the United States were once Mexico. After the Mexican-America War, 1946 to 1949, there was what was called Mexico called the Mexican Cession. This estimate means that a whole bunch of Mexicans, Mexico became U.S. territory. We're talking Utah, almost all of Arizona, Nevada, uh, roughly a quarter of Colorado, half of New Mexico, even a little bit of Wyoming. And every Texas wears a pair of Mexico. This just gives us a inking as how to, as to how big Mexico really was. Formerly the Mexican state of something. Texas declared its independence after the revolution in 1836 and was granted U.S. statehood in 1845. The most bull rings in the world are to be found in Mexico. Uh, see, I'm not a huge fan of bull rings. So that's just me. Mexico is around 2,250 bull rings, and it's all thanks to those centuries of Spanish colonial rule. November to April is bullfighting season. In case you were wondering, the largest bull ring in the world is also the Plaza de Torres, Mexico. Boxing takes place here too, so it's not just one blood spot. There's one safe war fought in Mexico called the Pastry War. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, Pastry War. Did you have to call it that? Also known under the official, much more sensible title, the Benson Mexican War, fought for three months from 1838 to 1839. It was all about French imports and exports. French goods had high taxes. Higher taxes and Mexicans weren't going to take it setting down, hence the pastry war. Mexico is the world's largest Spanish speaking country. To be precise, there's around 130/222/8.815 speakers of Spanish Spain, where Spain literally came from, has less than half this number. Four seven zero zero three nine zero one Spanish speakers are officially known as Hispanophones. There's a whole lot more to Mexico than Spanish. There are 68 linguistic groups and 364 varieties of indigenous language. We're taking from Aztecs, Mayans, and all the way to Natatal, which is as close to Aztecs as you can get. Not only indigenous language either. I in German, a North German resembling Dutch is also spoken as well as a variety of vintage languages. Fija Coles is Mexico's most famous artist. I've heard of her. I've seen her. I just can't pronounce her name. Is it Fiona? Oh, I'm so bad with names. You must know this as it's one of the most famous fun facts about Mexico. She was also the partner of another famous Mexican artist, Dingo Rivera. But Cola Cala was in a, a league of her own. She was a unique style and many colorful, seasonable self-portraits. You can visit her former home 
in a cool suburb of Mexico City. It's called Lee Casa Azul and is now a museum dedicated to the incredible artist and her equally incredible life. She does look super interesting and her art is very pretty. She looks interesting. I'm weird. I shave my unibrow if I start to get one. She went for it and made it work for her. It's great. The American First Printed Press was established in Mexico City. In 1539, King Charles V of Spain, yes, the same guy who established Mexico's first university, granted permission for Ju is it Junior? Junior of Mexico City at the time to import a printing press from Europe. You can still see it at the Cia de la Prime in Portuguese America. Oh, Americano? I'm not very good at Spanish. Or the House of the First Printing Press of America, where it first arrived and where it's been for all these years. Mexico City is sinking. What do you mean it's sinking? Well, thanks for terrifying me. Yeah, building a city on land reclaiming 500 years ago in the middle of a lake is probably not a good idea. As the demand of water growth, authorities are pumping more water out of lakes further disabling the land. The result, the Mexican capital is sinking at a, at a yearly rate of 6 to 8 inches, which is pretty insane. That is crazy. I hope you all stay safe. Okay, so I think that's it for today. I hope y'all enjoy these fun facts about Mexico. And if I said anything wrong and it sounded offensive, I'm sorry. Like I said, my Spanish is a CSC. So, so. So par. It isn't bad. I know, like, the basics and that's it. Like, I could maybe even say, like, where is the restroom? And that's even a maybe. And my French is a CSC too, so... I tried to learn a little bit of French and ASL, and let's just say, it's not great. Well, I hope you all have a great week. I hope you all enjoyed, and bye for now. Okay, Doki, if you ever want me to stop tuning that spinner, let me know in the comments below. Today, we are going to be talking about... Columbia. Y'all want to know why we're talking about Columbia? Probably. It's because, did you know that the Encomita, the Miracles, are from Columbia? So, I figured since y'all love the movie so much, maybe we should learn some more facts about it. And I thought, why not? It'd be fun, cool, interesting. Columbia has more than four thousand species of orchards. Well, that is interesting. I didn't even know that. And an interesting fact about Colombia is that it is one of the largest flower producers in the world. 70% of the flowers are imported to the United States. But out of the grand 4,000 orchard species, 1,500 are only found in Colombia. It is a botanist's dream to research the 1,500 orchards unique to the country. The orchard came in different shapes, sizes, and color, but the most popular shade of orchards are purple, magenta, and pink. An orchard named Catalia Trina is the natural flower of Colombia. If I said that wrong, I'm so sorry. <laughs> There's a little bit. It is only fitting that Colombia's national flower would be an orchard. The orchard is named after Joseph Geromano Tiriana, a Colombian naturalist and botanist. There is a wide variety of orchards in Colombia because of the warm climate. The orchard thrives in a warm climate because they are not threatened by extreme heat or cold.
is because Columbia, its location is right on the equator, thus making it the perfect climate for thousands of one-and-a-half-a-kind orchards to grow. If you visit Columbia, you must visit local shops that sell native orchards or explore national wildlife. Colombia is the most diverse country on the planet. Another interesting fact about Colombia is its unique location. The, the location makes the country known as the most diverse part of the American rainforest. The Andes Mountains and Serena Nevada, the Santa Marta Mountains, encompass Colombia. It is open to part of the Pacific and Caribbean Sea. On the top of that, it is named a tropical location because of its location to the equator. Colombia is the perfect breeding ground all plants and animals. Columbia has about 60,000 different species. If you travel to Columbia, you will be granted to see at least a few of them. Columbia has the most birds, butterflies, and amphibian population compared to anywhere else in the world. If you are a lover of nature and landscape, Columbia is the perfect destination for you. Columbia has 60 national parks, so that's pretty cool. You couldn't run out of parks there. Sorry about the dogs. That is dogs that sound like wolves. Unfortunately, they are loud. <laughs> I can't do anything because they are not my animals. Columbia's National Park combined many different types of terrain. From forest, aquatic, mountains, desert, and more. It has something for every nature lover. One of the biggest national parks is the Unico's World Heritage Site of a uh, National Park, which is otherwise known as the Moco of the Jaguar. It spreads over 4.3 million hectares. This national covers the oh boy, Oquian Guan. Amazon and North Andes Pacific. If I even spell it, I'm gonna get it wrong. Thousands of different species of animals and plants inhabit the park. Many species, many species are native to Colombia and threatened, such as the jaguar. National Park is well known for its heritage purposes. The rock walls in the park terrain contain ancient rock paintings and some of which date back to 20,000 BC. It is said that more than 70,000 figures have been documented on the walls of the 60 rock shelters that are in the park. Aside from C-H-I-R-I-B-I-Q-U-E-T-E National Park, there are many other fascinating facts to visit, such as Taiwan National Park, Coral Island National Park, Old Province, McBean Lagoon, Serena Nevada de Cucu, and more. Colombian rich environment allows nature lover lovers to have some non-stop exploring. Colombia has some of the most popular tourist sites. Colombia is well known for its diverse and tourist-friendly cities. Cartagena is one of the most popular cities in Colombia, located on the Cabrera coast. The city is well-known finishing villages containing a rich history with old colonial architecture. Although it is a city, it is bordered to the water, create a peaceful atmosphere with local shops, restaurants, and an ocean view. It is the perfect place to relax. Another famous city for tourism is Bhutto, Batagar, Batagot. B-O-G-O-T-A. The city is more commercial, containing shops, theaters, churches, schools, and more. The area is diverse in Spanish and English speakers as well. People consider Cartagena and Bangu two of the safest spots for tourists. The cities of Colombia are tourist-friendly and beautiful. Be sure to visit a few of them while you visit Colombia. Colombia is the home to the liquid rainbow. 
Whoa, that is so pretty. Oh, I would love to see that in person. The Cancun Caristotales River, also referred to as the liquid rainbow, is 100 km long. It changes its colors by the season. The colors range anywhere from shades of red, blue, and yellow to orange and green. This is just one of the many interesting facts about Colombia. The river's rainbow-like color does not occur anywhere else in the world. It is unique to Colombia. That is so interesting. And the photo they took is really beautiful. A plant known as M-A-C-A-R-E-N-I-A-C-L-A-V-I-G-E-R-A is responsible for the vibration color changing water. With the right amount of sunlight, the aqua plants can produce its beautiful color, but in a drought or a cold season, the aqua plants will go into hibernation, leaving the river colorless. If you plan to visit the liquid rainbow, visit during the summertime. The area is safe for tourists, too. The Colombia has the second most celebrated holiday in the world. Another fact about Colombia is that they celebrate 18 national holidays a year. Although most of the 18 holidays are religious-affiliated, all Colombians partake in the holiday celebration. What is unique about the Colombian holiday cycle that it changes every year. This is because it follows the lunar calendar, but there are exceptions to the lunar calendar such as Christmas, Easter, Colombian Independence Day, and the immaculate compassion with a celebration on the same day each year. It looks very bright and colorful from the photos I've seen so far. During Colombian, Colombian holidays, the law requires that all Colombian employees give their employee a day off work. So each year, Colombian workers can be granted at least 18 days off a year. Easter, on the other hand, has different criteria. Everyone takes off the week for Easter, and so businesses are closed for a week, depending on where you travel to Colombia. You may travel during one of the 18 different holidays. The Colombian National Anthem Place twice a day. According to Colombian law, the national anthem or Haydam Nacol de Republic de Colombia twice a day. It plays once at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. The router requests the TV broadcasts and radio stations do this every day. They have to follow a strict manner of how the national anthem plays too. It must play with the first choir verse, and then it will play again. The national anthem plays in this way in all other public events, such as sports or policy campaigning, since it's often every Colombian citizen knows how to sing it. If you travel to Colombia, you will likely learn it and sing along, too. Few countries will play their national anthem daily making it yet another interesting fact about Colombia. The national sport of Colombia is T-E-G-O. T-E-G-O is a fun game that happens to be the national sport of Colombia. But how do you play a T-E-G-O? Well, the sport is related to bowling in a sense. People will throw T-E-G-O-S or a weighted steel disc towards a metal ring. The ring contains gunpowder pouches, which will explode if you hit them. Yes, explode. The game is loud and untamed. It is a fan favor by men and women, especially those that enjoy drinking and cold, drinking a cold beer. There is a T-E-G-O. There is beer. The best part about T-E-G-O. G? J. Is it T-E-G or J? J-O is that you can play it by yourself or with a group of up to six people. The positions are divided into three. If you hit the metal ring and it explodes, you will receive nine points, which is the most a person can get. If you hit the metal ring but it does not explode, that makes up six points. If you somehow manage to explode the gunpowder packet but not land on the metal ring, then you will get three points. If you and your friends or family decide to play in terms 
be prepared because there's a tradition that losing teams buys beer for the winning team. If you have an interest in some outgoing and reckless fun, T-E-J-O is the game for you. Columbia has two of the world's largest festivals. Another fun fact is that the Colombian has the world's largest salsa festival, otherwise known as Freddy de Cali. If I said that wrong, I'm sorry. People refer to Cali as the salsa capital of the world. It is held from December 25th to the 30th every year. This five-day festival contains grand music, dancing, and art performances. These are different types of music, but the most popular, of course, is the amazing Latin music. There are many concerts like Super Connector, the most popular musical event during S-E-P-E-R-C-O-N-C-I-E-R-T-O. There are several themes of dance, both international and national. Via de Calas, also as Salsa de Rome, the street carnival. Carnival contains traditional Colombian food, treats, and sweets. They have art, jewelry, luxurious cars, and more. It is a cultural event filled with music and fun. Colombia has the world's largest flower festival, too. Of course, being the top flower producer in the world, the title is fitting. The flower festival takes place in Medellin. It consists of flower exhibits, a parade, and local flower grower who come together to share what they grow. People who celebrate the festival will decorate their homes in beautiful flowers to match the theme. During the festival, there are many other worthwhile events like an orchard expo, fireworks, art exhibits, horse fairs, and more. The Flower Festival celebrates Colombians' boo bodistry and display the most stunning flowers. I will talk more about Colombia another day. I think um, I don't have a lot of time left, so I'm going to say this is the end for now, but we will talk more about it because I think there's more to cover. I just ran out of time today. What a day. Hope y'all had a great day. Hope y'all enjoyed it and we learned something from this. Okie dokie, artichokey. It's time for an ad break slash sponsor. So I hope y'all listen and keep on tuning in because we will continue this conversation after our ad slash sponsor. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast today. And the sponsor and ad We'll be right back. I hope y'all enjoy this podcast. Please stay tuned because the ad is coming up soon. And with the ad coming up soon, I know y'all might want to skip it, but you should at least try to listen to some of it. Maybe it's important. I hope y'all tune back in for more of this podcast. And I hope the ad and sponsor is a good one, Artichokey. Okay, dokie, Artichokey. Ah, break it's now. I hope you like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.